Welcome to Mental Health and You. This podcast brings you the best information and advice from across the Norfolk and Suffolk Foundation Trust. Every fortnight, we will hear from one of our specialist areas, be it school and parent support, the recovery college, well-being or research. Hello and welcome to this week's NSFT podcast. This week, um, the Recovery College is here and I'm joined with Sean, who is a peer tutor in the Recovery College. And we're going to be hearing about Sean's journey into peer tutoring. And my name is Danny and I'm one of the leads for the Recovery College. Um, thanks for joining us, Sean. Okay, thanks for having me. Um, so perhaps we'll start off with how did you first um, sort of hear about the Recovery College? Um, so through the psychiatrist in secondary services. So um, I was in secondary services and the psychiatrist just gave me um, one of the enrollment the forms that we used to have. Is that the, yeah. all, all, all the flyers? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No worries. And then did they sort of tell you much about it or was it was it kind of a, quite a brief introduction to the recovery college? Yeah, no, to be honest, he didn't tell me much about it. He just handed me the um prospectus and said this is something that you can like sign up to and yeah that was it and then I went home and went on the website and looked through the courses and signed up sort of myself. Brilliant and then did, did you attend one of the enrollment days before or was it just straight onto a course? Yeah I did actually so I attended one of the enrollment days um, and I wasn't really sure how it was going to go but as soon as so one of the the peer tutors spoke and as soon as I heard her speak I thought yeah I love this um her speech was just really like empowering and I thought if she can do it then I can definitely like do this so it's quite it's quite good that you said it because I, I think it's fair to say that that's one of the things that I certainly hear most often is that it, it's having a peer tutor there who's been and we always say they can never be in the same position um, but they might have been in a similar perhaps position and, and it's always that sort of inspiration and hope like like, like you said and being and being that kind of um, almost like a role model really to, to show that other people are able to do it. So yeah exactly but when she was first speaking I um, I didn't think or you know I didn't assume she had any mental health challenges or anything like that and then so she done her whole talk and then at the end she um, shared um, a bit of her own story and she said you know and I hear voices and I just I was just amazed I was like wow and she's up there speaking in front of all of these people um what confidence does that take and I just thought I would like to be able to you know be confident like that and work through my anxiety and be able to still like do things absolutely because I'm we'll kind of come on to this perhaps in in the conversation a little bit later but like that that clearly perhaps stayed with you because obviously you you were, then went on to become a peer tutor to yourself later didn't you so um, yeah. that was quite perhaps quite powerful that was so um when you're at the is there anything that kind of stood out for you perhaps um it seems to be the most thing the main thing that stood out for you was hearing from from this peer tutor but was was there anything else at that event that kind of stood out for you in regards to your first sort of true introduction to the recovery college um, I mean, it was really relaxed. Everyone was friendly. Yeah, it was just, there was no pressure. 
So it was something that I thought, yeah, this is okay. Like you didn't have to be there. It's your choice. And if you, you could come and go as you sort of pleased, if you, you know, if you felt uncomfortable, anxious, you could go and take a break and come back. So it was just the fact that there was no pressure and um, the courses looked really interesting. And a lot of the courses stood out to me and I thought they could help me. So yeah, that's why. Brilliant. And can, can you remember which was the first course that you um, attended? Yeah, so I did the intro to recovery, the introduction to recovery, and um, the anxiety, understanding anxiety course. Um, and they both really helped me a lot because on the introduction to recovery, we talked about like personal recovery and clinical recovery. And I'd never sort of heard that before, like that concept of personal recovery versus clinical recovery, you know, where like clinical recovery, like getting better. Or like if you broke your leg and you go to the doctor and you sort of get a cast on it and then you're you're better in like eight weeks or something. Um, whereas personal recovery is it's just about you and your own journey. So I that really like stood out to me. Brilliant. And um, would you kind of say up until that point, um, in terms of because you said you were in secondary services and you heard about the recovery college for your, uh, your psychiatrist. Um, yes. so, up until that point, um, I suppose the question I'm asking is up until that point, did, did that then change your view around what, what, what was truly meant by recovery as, as, as a sort of a before and after being introduced to the recovery college? Did it change your perspective on perhaps how to view your own mental health recovery? Yeah, definitely. So before I used to think I have to get rid of this, like this diagnosis to get better, I need to get rid of this and have no struggles where whereas when I came to the recovery college and I learned about personal recovery I learned that I could I could live a meaningful and like life and still do all the things I wanted to do and still have this diagnosis like it didn't mean I couldn't do the things I wanted to do I could still do everything and have a meaningful purposeful life with or without symptoms and that really like helped me Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, th- I think that's a really good point because often um, we do find, of course, is that, that as soon as the focus is taken off, um, trying, as you said, to sort of find a cure or completely remove symptoms, and if the focus is then perhaps placed upon finding things that, that g- give people meaning in life, something to get out of bed for, something to strive towards, as soon as that's the focus, it does change change the whole thing. And sometimes, um, although trying to remove the symptoms isn't the primary focus by focusing on giving people meaning and purpose and fulfillment by default, that can sometimes reduce people's symptoms anyway. I sometimes hear on courses, perhaps not all the time, but that's something I've certainly encountered. I don't know how, well, perhaps what you'd say about that. Is that something about? Yeah, definitely. Um, by hearing other people's um, stories as well, people sharing their journeys, that really helped me as well because before you feel like well me personally I felt like I was alone before like no one understood me and um you know I wasn't normal and I shouldn't be living how I was living and and it just wasn't right but when I came to the recovery college I met so many other people that were experiencing the same thing that also felt like they didn't fit in and that just made me feel like well actually I do fit in I fit in somewhere and that was really nice Brilliant. And I'm glad to hear that. And I'm glad to, I'm glad to find that obviously, you know, you sort of had a really good journey so far and hopefully we'll continue to do so. So, I mean, I suppose we've talked a bit about personal recovery anyway, but um, 
sort of digging a little bit deeper into it, um, would, particularly around the focus on people uh, aiming towards having more meaning and purpose in their lives, would, would you say your journey in terms of going to recovery college and then gradually becoming a peer tutor, did that change um, or, or sort of give you more meaning and purpose or perhaps impact upon your identity, anything like that? Yeah, definitely. So when I first came to recovery college, I was like, I just wanted myself. Um, I wanted to get better. And when I started doing the courses, I realised that by sort of like sharing my story, I could help others. And by hearing other people's stories, that helped me. So that sort of made me want to be a peer tutor. And once I became a peer tutor, that really helped my recovery journey like myself just by sharing things and listening to other people and being around people that you know have experienced similar things that was the main thing that helped me to be honest I think some of that uh, might relate to sort of trying to reduce stigma in in, in mental health which unfortunately is still kind of um, prevalent isn't it um, in, in, in some cases anyway and I think one of the things that helps to reduce stigma is, is even even the language and things uh, even the language and context of which is used in a recovery college so for example um, and I, um, you probably would have experienced this perhaps yourself where you hear people say I am OCD for example and even that's quite a powerful thing isn't it and that can kind of almost reduce people's identity just down to a label or a diagnosis so one of the things that recovery college looks to do is even change sort of the language or terminology, doesn't it? So it might say, I, I live with OCD or experience OCD. Is that something that, yeah. that, that, you, that you've kind of um, looked at yourself? Yeah, definitely. And I think for me, I used to think um, I was just the person I am. It's just I'm just OCD. I have OCD. I live with it every day and I can't sort of do anything without it. It's just there all the time. So I didn't know what was me and what was the OCD. Um, that really made me struggle because I didn't, like, it affected my identity because I didn't know who I was. But when I came to the recovery college and I did a lot of things around identity and um, just focusing on like personal recovery and doing things that I enjoyed, it didn't really matter then, okay, I have this diagnosis, but it doesn't, the things that I enjoy and I like, it's still me. And I can still do everything that I enjoy and like, with this diagnosis it just means that some days are harder than others and you know you just take it one day at a time really no brilliant and then is that something that you've had the opportunity then to look at more and, and work on in terms of um, looking at your identity like uh, perhaps looking at your strengths and your values and things that make you the, the unique person you are is that something that you've been able to work on through your time at recovery college yeah, definitely. So we've got a lot of different courses like goal setting for recovery and um, the wellness planning course. Um, and I've looked at my identity a lot and my values and what matters to me. And I think some of the things as well, like living with OCD, you know, I'm such a I am a perfectionist. I'm pretty black and white. I like things to be a certain way. And um, I used to always think that was a problem. But actually, some of those are good points. Like it can be a strength sometime to, um, you know, be a perfectionist because I like things a certain way. 
it doesn't mean it always has to be a negative and you know like I do like cleaning and I'm very organized and I think being organized can be a strength also sometimes it's just when it interferes with your daily life that it then becomes a problem but I always saw them as you know negatives like oh this is a chore but actually I quite like being organized mm-hmm. so when I sort of flipped it around the other way it it made it a positive instead of a negative yeah, and I think some of what you've sort of talked about relates to even the sort of the, what we call recovery-focused language, where where you build upon your own individual strengths, don't you? And it's kind of working towards something rather than perhaps identifying what might be seen as deficits or, or things that that some people say, you know, what, what what's kind of wrong with you? We need to fix that. It's very much about building on your strengths and capitalising on all, on all of the things which, which which kind of make you um, the individual you are, and, and just trying to work towards sort of building that up. Um, and quite a few of the courses do that we did at one point that we have the um building on strengths and abilities course which i think is in the pipeline to come back again and that works around that kind of firstly identifying strengths doesn't it and then trying to look at ways of which we can play to our strengths as well yeah exactly and i really like focusing on your values and the idea and we we talk about this in act as well the idea that if you live by your values that you would live a more meaningful life. And and actually, I truly believe that because since I've been, you know, actively trying to live by my values, I have been living a more meaningful life. And was there a particular time when when you were first kind of introduced to the concept of values? Was that before recovery college or on a course or somewhere else? Where where did you first start to, to, or or did you say it was the ACT course? Um, Well, I did. done a lot of work around values before like even in school stuff about values but actually thinking about values in relation to my life like the idea that if I live by my values I can live a more meaningful life that concept I really was introduced to through ACT um you know we better explain what ACT stands for sorry yeah so yeah sorry so um (laughs) acceptance and commitment therapy uh, the ACT course is like a psychological therapy, a bit like CBT, but it's um, it's just another psychological therapy and it focuses on like being in the present moment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think um, it's fair, fair just to add to that, sorry, that, that I suppose the difference being in recovery college is we kind of do it more from a, an educational model, don't we? So rather than running therapy, you might get separately with a therapist or psychologist, etc. It's, it's more kind of education on the therapy model, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And um, So ACT does a lot of things around values and um, what matters to you and like setting small goals in line with that. So once I started looking at my values and actually thinking, okay, so these are my values. Am I living by my values? Well, no, I'm not. And, you know, no wonder I'm not feeling maybe very, you know, hopeful or happy or fulfilled because this is my values and this is how I'm living. So once I started looking at that, I could start making small changes in line with my values. And then, you know, I just started to feel happier, more relaxed and less anxious. I suppose it's it's something around living, living um, to your true self and and not perhaps trying to sort of live by someone else's values or or someone else's direction. It's very much about you being in control of your own and recovery journey and, and sort of live in the direction that you want to 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 live or lead should I say yeah exactly um so you, I mean you talked about the app course anyway it sounds like it might have been one of your sort of more popular courses are, you know, if you had to sort of pick out of all the courses you've been on are there any 
amongst all of those that you might say your your kind of more preferred courses or ones that are perhaps even more memorable than others? Yeah, so the ACT course is definitely um, one of my favourites. Um, that helped me a lot. Um, and then there's the Living Well with OCD course. Um, I helped to develop that course. So that was really good. I really enjoyed that. that that's, that's Living With, um, I'm sorry, we should have define this and that's living with obsessive compulsive disorder isn't it yeah that's right sorry um (laughs) yeah so that that course I really enjoyed because as you said we do it from an educational point of view so um just looking at and and nobody's the same so I could go on the course and every everybody who shares might experience something different and then there might be someone who experiences similar things to me and it's just it's nice and it's interesting to hear someone else's perspective. And like I said, the main thing is like not feeling alone. Brilliant. And with that course as well, it, it, it's obviously deliberately called living well with, isn't it? It's, it's not managing. It's not trying to get rid of the, the, the title is very deliberate because it comes back to more around the recovery model, isn't it? Not trying to have a cure or a fix. It's, it's living well sort of with. And it, w- was that quite evident in the course that it was very much orientated around trying to live with OCD rather than sort of remove or manage? Is that, did that come through? Yeah, definitely. I think so. When we were writing the course, you know, we, we met with a lot of um, different people and people living with OCD and um, doctors and, and different people. So it was like a collaborative process. Um, and just hearing everybody's different um, perspectives, it, I think it definitely comes across that, you know, it's living well with OCD because previously I used to always think I need to get rid of this. Like, why have I got this? I want to get rid of it. And and actually, once I accepted okay, I'm probably going to live with this for the rest of my life. So I might as well try and live well with it instead of, you know, continuing to struggle. And of course, you know, we're, we're all going to struggle maybe from now, like from time to time, but trying to live well with it and trying to look at ways that I can manage my symptoms that really helped me and I think that comes across in the course definitely brilliant and it has got good feedback I must admit um, in, in terms of what I've heard it's, it's not me being being biased because I work in a recovery college but it has got <laughs> you know it has got good feedback on it so um so, so there's some of your sort of perhaps um more preferred courses or, or, or kind of favorite courses um are there any just just things from courses that have kind of resonated with you? So any particular bits or any particular times when you happen to have been on a course and experienced something? Are there any of those that stand out um, for, for you at all? Um, so there's a lot of different things from different courses. So the physical health course, for example, um, we talk about we do the wheel of health. And um, as you know, um, so do um, different things that make up our physical health that affect our physical and mental health and that's a good way of me like monitoring you know how well I'm doing so if I'm feeling if I'm not feeling particularly great or I'm feeling you know not so good and I'm not wanting to get out of bed or I've got headaches I can complete the wheel of health and then you know I might notice that okay I'm not drinking a lot of water or I'm not getting a lot of exercise or I'm not getting out in the fresh air. I've been in the house a lot and I haven't been connecting with people. And then once I look at that, I can think, okay, so, you know, no wonder I'm not feeling great. Um, These areas, you know, they could be improved. So then over the next week I could think, okay, so how can I improve 
um, you know, maybe my sleep or something like that. And then I can just make a small change in line with that. So that really helps me. I really do like the wheel of health and you can use it for, you know, any different area in, you know, any different way in your life. Um, this is true, actually. Yeah, because you can pick different categories, can't you, in terms of what you want to put on there? Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's one thing. And then um, we don't actually do this anymore, but the the shield, um, the recovery shield. Do oh, you yeah, I do. Yeah, I, do you want to explain a bit more about, about what that was or kind of? Yeah, so I really like that. So um, it's like the, the four different areas. So yeah. like what matters to you and... So my, my recollection, and it has been a while, because obviously in terms of lockdown things, it almost seems kind of a long time ago before lockdown, doesn't it? But, but that was that, um, for my recollection, was a way if you, perhaps people weren't comfortable writing down um, sort of things that mattered to them, perhaps their values, the direction they wanted to live their life, some of their character strengths, they could do it in an illustrative way, couldn't they? And it was almost like a crest, wasn't it? As you said, split into four kind of quadrants and, and you could you could draw, illustrate perhaps um, those things. I think we're um, talking about the same thing, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's yeah. it. And I don't particularly think I'm an artistic person, but, um, you know, just doing that, colouring in and for the different areas of things that matter to me. So, for example, like I drew a car for passing my driving test and, and getting a car because that's something that, you know, it took me a long time and I didn't think that, you know, because of having, uh, living with OCD, that I didn't think I'd actually be able to achieve that. So that was a big achievement to somebody else that, you know, that might not be as much as an achievement, but to me, that was really important. So I drew a car on there. And, um, you know, when I graduated, I drew, you know, a little graduation hat and things like that. And um, as I said, I'm not really artistic, but I really like that. And I keep it and I've got more than one. So as life changes, I, I do another one and I've got a few spare ones that I kept. So, yeah, I, I really like that. I quite like that. And, and, and as you said, you know, it very much doesn't really matter that much in terms of artistic ability. It's very much what it means and represents to you as an individual. And I quite like the fact that you've done a few of them because um, earlier we mentioned a little bit on identity. And that's one of the sort of themes that is quite strong throughout recovery in a recovery college. But that kind of shows perhaps over time how you're identity might have sort of changed or kind of moved forwards through life and you've almost got um, by the sounds of it now almost like snapshots haven't you to kind of illustrate um, perhaps different achievements and points that that, that, that you've kind of traveled through over life um, and it, yeah it, exactly it's quite nice that you and kept them all as well <laughs> yeah and when I did my first one so when I first ever came to the recovery college this is something that we used to do so I, I did that and um when I look back at it, it's really plain, it's not colourful, it's got very few things on there. And then a few months later, maybe six months to a year, you know, I did another one. It was an um, ongoing process. It took me a while. But when I compare the two, the one that I did after, you know, being there for like six months was really colourful and bright. And it had loads of things in each category, in each different quadrant. And um, I called it, I named it Peace because you can name it. Whereas the previous one, I didn't think of a name for it because I was just, I couldn't think of anything and I wasn't feeling that hopeful or optimistic. But just to compare the two, to see how far I'd sort of come was really nice for me. And that just looking at that made me think, yeah, this is really helping me. 
see that example in itself is is a really good illustration of, of kind of moving forwards on a recovery journey and i also think um just as a side note i suppose if and when we go back to enrollments and if we reintroduce that that would be quite a nice um sort of uh, example that would that, be useful to share with students when they particularly perhaps if you had students who who were in a similar situation to how you felt at the beginning where perhaps if they um drew their kind of shield or crest and felt that perhaps it, it wasn't as motivational as, as as they liked it to be or when they focused on it it perhaps didn't look as kind of colorful that, that that would be really useful and quite inspirational to say don't worry this is something that i also experienced early on um, and actually over time it did improve so that that in itself is quite perhaps hopeful for people who perhaps feel feel that, that at that point in time they don't feel that much hope yeah exactly um, so perhaps yeah perhaps we'll um save your your your, your, your sort of story there and, and use that for future enrollment sessions um yeah. so obviously uh, uh, a lot of what we talked about is perhaps when you were a student although we have talked about obviously you you helping to co to co-write the ocd course when did you start perhaps sort of um moving from being a student at recovery college to get involved in being a peer tutor at recovery college so I started as a student and I did a term. So I did like three months and I did a couple of courses. And then um, after those courses, I started volunteering. Um, so I started on the physical health course, just volunteering, just listening and sharing my own sort of story. And then from there, I started volunteering more often. And then eventually I started um getting paid through NHSP and then I was doing more and more but I was taking it slow so I wasn't overloading myself I was I was still doing courses as a student and then I was volunteering for courses or, or delivering courses um, and then a job um, opportunity came up um, so I applied for a permanent job as a peer tutor and I had the interview and got the job so it was quite quick in from after I started as a student, it was like three months that I started volunteering, but it was actually a long process. I took it slow. It was like over a year before I became um, a member of staff. Quite a journey. It's really good. So you said your first course was the physical health course. Is that something that kind of resonates with you more like um, physical health? Because obviously that's one that you still teach on. Is that an area that has always been of interest to you? Yeah, definitely. So I think like our physical and mental health, how they're related. And, you know, if we're not feeling great mentally, it can affect our physical health. And if we're not feeling great physically, it can affect our mental health. And um, to someone that really struggles, like if I'm feeling good, I might be more active. And if I'm not feeling good, then I'm not active at all. So that really interested me and like eating better and getting in some physical activity and even just going for a walk and noticing the, the changes that it made to me and my mental health. So that's really why I wanted to um, deliver the course and be a part of that. And I, I believe it was yourself who introduced the Wheel of Health. Have I got that correct in terms of the physical health course? Yeah, so it was Lee, um, who was a, a previous staff to R. Mm -hmm. He introduced it. Um, okay sort of when I worked with him um and I've just ran with it ever since so I always give my examples and and go through it brilliant yeah and the, the, I must admit that is one of the things I like the most about that particular part in that course is, is that you don't just introduce it that is something that, that, that you use yourself 
each week so so you, you know it's something which which you're very genuine with and you always give your own examples of how you actually use it in your life so it's not just something that we kind of say say that you do it and don't it's something that you actually um use yourself for your own recovery which makes it a lot more authentic for people yeah definitely it's just like a journal you know i use a lot of journals as well but it's just a different way of looking at things and keeping track of things and seeing you know where you can improve or where you're not doing so well and i really like it and you can use different color pens and do it each week like you said thank you and then i suppose just just continuing the theme of um when you became a peer tutor what was there anything in particular that you, that you are hoping to sort of perhaps get out of the role or anything you were really looking to achieve in terms of uh, becoming a peer tutor? Um, so when I started to become a peer tutor, I didn't really think about that. So I just thought this is really helping me because, um, you know, the job I was doing before, I wasn't feeling so happy. And it was sort of making my um, living with OCD was a lot harder it was the struggle was a lot worse um so I just wanted to sort of get better that was how I was in the beginning but then actually when I started the recovery college and I realized actually I can live a meaningful life and and help other people as well like the way um the peer the other peer tutors and staff tutors have helped me and just by listening to them I wanted to be able to to help somebody in that way and you know by sharing my story show that well actually you know life can be hard and we you know we all struggle from time to time but there is hope and that is something that I really struggled with like the idea of hope I struggled with for many years I couldn't even on courses I couldn't really understand it or talk about it because I just didn't feel very hopeful but when I listened to other people's stories it gave me hope so that's what I wanted to do for somebody else that's really my purpose of it which is brilliant that's really really good of you to sort of go through that whole process and hopefully find it beneficial for yourself but then in being in a position to be able to offer that for other people to be able to sort of um, repeat the process um yeah which, which is really really good brilliant okay then well um i think that probably wraps things up in terms of our sort of um story here and it, it's obviously been quite, quite a journey for you and for yourself in terms of first perhaps know, not knowing anything about the recovery college and just and just having a flyer and then, and then obviously sort of being inquisitive enough to go home and find out more and then obviously attend the enrollment session and then from there it sounds like 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 things went took off quite quickly um, to be fair um yeah, and, it, and in summary you know it looks, looks looks like a really good journey for yourself um so thank you very much for coming along Sean, and, and sharing it with us and giving your your own insights and hopefully other people um it might persuade other people perhaps to come along and try out a few courses and see how it perhaps benefits their own recovery um and obviously um you still actively teach don't you so if anyone else is listening they could um chances are they might book on a course which you're co-delivering with someone else anyway yeah Brilliant. Okay, well, thank you um, ever so much, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Sean. And um, we'll leave it there. Take care, everyone. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening. Please do subscribe. It's free and means the podcast will automatically download every fortnight. Do rate and review our podcast and follow our social media accounts. They're all in the show notes. And more than anything, Look after yourself.